0: of the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson, and with me as always are my good friends Teej and Schnell. How are you guys doing tonight? What up, five, mind? There are <laughs> two of us here. Yeah, uh, same mic, but different headphones this time, right? Yeah. You're not, not lady in the tramp in it anymore? <sighs> well, Unfortunately. I don't have Teej man-spreading next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So tonight, we are going to spend some time kind of uh, just re- rehashing and, and, and giving a rundown on our experience for the m20 pre-release that was just this last weekend i believe Schnell Chanel, you played in um two pre-release tournaments at least or at least two events i should say i played friday night uh you played friday night with me Tej was not there friday but you Tej, you played what saturday i played saturday Saturday. Yeah. So you're going to hear kind of what we ran, our experiences and uh, what we think the set might offer uh, in its full release. And it's going to be kind of a kind of a condensed episode, just a pre-release rundown, you know, and then we'll be back with a a regular full length uh, deep dive regular episode next week. So anyway, uh, before we get too far into the episode, uh, real quick recap in the last week or so, what have you guys been up to other than pre-release as far as Magic is concerned? Schnell, go. Okay. Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well,
1: after several several customers were kind of kind of upset with me, I have reluctantly decided that I will not completely give up on Oathbreaker.
0: Ooh, Ooh
1: hard pivot, hard pivot. But, but the the concession is under the situation only that it's a multiplayer Oathbreaker game because no more. One on one, stupid, stupid <laughs> bullshit. Ren and six combo.
2: I thought you said Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> that Ren yeah, that and Stimpy deck is just kicking everyone's ass because they're
1: not legal cards. They are super uncards. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make some. Uh, I, I spent some me time thinking about it, and yes, as long as it is limited to at least three players of Oathbreaker I will continue to play the format but with the built-in combo the power creep is too high and with and 6 if you have one opponent you win if you have multiple opponents you at least have to spread out your land destruction so
0: Yeah, it gives everybody else a chance at least. Yeah, it's not a good chance, but it's <laughs> It delays the inevitable. <laughs> yeah,
1: and whoever the rules committee, I'm assuming some nice French-Canadians because they've come up with all the <laughs> magic formats lately. Uh, if, if they don't step in and go, hey, either no red and Six or no crop rotation or other like, no, no tutors as your friggin signature spell because God, it's just too strong. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, other than that, uh, pre-release. Super excited for pre-release. I opened about a case of uh, M20 getting singles ready, so very excited about this set. I'm looking at it much differently now that I've started playing with it than, you know, our earlier walkthroughs and look-ats. Sure. But I don't know. Beyond that, that was that was it. haven't played uh, much beyond, like, two games of Modern. And I try to be a casual player for the most part, but I... I'm going to have to step it up because I don't really run sideboards in my modern deck. And I have a hardened scales deck, and it's a lot of fun. But I don't usually sideboard anything. I played against somebody who, after game one, I beat him game one. He sideboarded in uh, Ley Lines of Sanctity, so I couldn't hit him with uh, uh, Walking Ballista. He cited in pithing needles so he could shut down he meant to shut down walking ballista and i had him verify several times but he said hanger back walker so <laughs> that was that was entertaining but <laughs> he still ended up winning between cuz it was uh... a <laughs> Yeah, he had just a total lockdown with all his sideboard stuff as far as anti-artifact, anti-targeting, ensnaring bridge, he mainboards because it's lantern control, but I can combo past that, but if I can't target him and I can't attack and I can't do anything, (laughs) it's not a a fun game. So yeah, I'm definitely building a sideboard to just answer enchantment and artifact uh, lockdown situations, but... Uh, beyond that yeah just it was a sleeving week double sleeving my modern decks and putting together uh, sideboards for them and I'm really really excited to run my blue black mill deck with scheming symmetry because then I can tutor and I let you tutor or I make you tutor <laughs> and then when you tutor I archive trap you and then I immediately Zing. go through your discard pile and go oh that's a good card get rid of all of them <laughs> surgically extract See yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i drew a test hand and that was like the first play is just i'm gonna tutor for i don't care archive trap you and get rid of whatever it is your deck needs that's awesome so that was that was my play so far i'm i'm liking i'm liking m20 and the subtlety stuff it adds to modern and we'll see
0: how standard plays out yeah Teej. i'm definitely excited to see the impact too hey tj real quick question were you just writing a term paper
2: I was going to mention that. No, I was uh, just pulling up the cards for my pre release. I figured I'm just, <laughs> so, I'm just giving you shit. No, um, no. Yeah, no, so what have you been up to? Uh, besides term papers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Divorce papers. Right. <laughs> um, well, this past week, not counting today, I've been doing a lot of, like, EDHD. Contemplation, because we had the Bannings on Monday. Yeah, um, Bridge from Below was banned in Modern. Iona, Shield of myria and Paradox. Ending? Paradox That's engine, one, right? Yeah, because
1: my masterpiece, Paradox engine, in Karn <laughs> is just sitting there, and they am like, ah. Yeah, uh,
2: those were both banned, and Painter Servant was unbanned. Those were all EDH things. So, I. I'm lucky enough to work at a job where I can have my headphones in all day so I listen to a lot of different podcasts and all the EDH podcasts this week of course are discussing the bannings so I've been listening to a lot of that and reading a lot of complaining on the internet. People Uh, complain on
0: the internet?
1: There are petitions (laughs) started to unban Paradox. I I saw that. I saw that. There are change.org petitions. Yeah.
2: I hate change.org. Jesus. Such
1: a waste of time. Isn't it? (laughs) You have to do it. (laughs) Why? We got 45 more signatures on an internet petition. Yeah. Redo Last Jedi. (laughs) Get all
2: thousand of your actors back and redo season 8 of Game of Thrones. We want the Snyder
1: Cut of Batman vs. Superman. No, no, you have to. We all paid $8 and are kinda upset.
0: I hate everybody. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, uh, we love you, Internet Baby. We would never speak ill of
0: you. (laughs) Come on, girl.
1: (laughs) Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Don't buffer. So,
2: I've been... uh, I've just been observing all the comments and content and stuff and not joining in the discussion because what I mainly want to do is tell people how stupid they are and at the same time I don't want to be that person (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just thinking about it. Uh, I suppose that can be a discussion for a different time. We don't have to go into it. but Thinking it real
1: loud. um,
2: Otherwise, tonight I played a bunch of EDH games, won most of them. Uh, It was a good time. Nice. Good time.
1: I should have won one of them, but I did not swing at (laughs) Teach for lethal. Instead, I swung at two players spreading out the damage when, no, I should have absolutely taken him out. (laughs) when I could have. It's true. I'm super scary. (laughs) (laughs) Because he didn't have board state. He had like 14 lands and mana rocks and like no legitimate permanence. And he cast a couple of wheel spells but didn't ever cast Niv-Mizzet and he was just sitting there with basics out. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm not going to knock him out of the game yet. I'll deal him some and the other guy some because I was running Gashath. And Gishath chef just exploded everywhere. This game, it did. It was absurd. It was, it was scary. So fun. <laughs> yeah, that deck is nuts when it when it goes yeah. off. It was turn one, mount. Uh, turn one, forest exploration. Secondary land for the turn will be a plains, and I will play the zero three. That makes all my dinosaurs cost one generic less. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good start. That's a that was a hell of a ramp.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's what I did, and then pre-release.
0: Yeah. Sweet.
2: Mm -hmm. Which is why we're here today.
0: You got that right. I've just been, so other than uh, getting to playtest Edgar Markov, finally, uh, that ended up being a five-player game that started about 45 minutes before uh, pre-release packs were opened and, and the actual event started. So I think we got about three or four turns in. I was able to stay alive because of the fact that I tutored for a coat of arms really early and Kennedy was playing Kitty Cats. He was oh, playing yes. he was playing Arbo. So he 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 just I mean went off on like turn 2 it was absolutely unreal. You know, lightning greaves and a bunch of other stuff, and just just went just went ham. And because I had the coat of arms out, he didn't want to knock me up and, and lose my coat with it. So he mercifully kept me around. So I can't really tell you how the deck did. I also had to slot in, like he dragged you through the game exactly, <laughs> he needed you till I was like, please kill me. I have to go pay Chanel so that I can play in this goddamn pre release tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked for to be mercy killed, and he he gracefully did so. But yeah, so and then I I, I had to sho- I I shoved in like. Three land, uh, Angrath Rampage, and an Angrath. Just a placeholder because there were some pick, uh, cards I needed to pick up from from Chanel, but the store was so busy when I got there that I didn't want to just stand around and wait and bother you while it looked like you were conducting more important business. So uh, all I can't magic give you card a... sales are important to me. Yeah, but you were doing something for Mister Hurley. I think you had a huge stack of cards you were going through. Oh so. no, some
1: dude was selling out of his like crap magic. Uh, Like, he had sold me all his good stuff and now went, hey, I know you're busy, but can you you go through all my commons and uncommons and give me as much as you can? And I went, okay, well, I'll figure it out in bulk, but then I had to go through, and he had basic lands shuffled in with everything, and several of them (laughs) were upside down and backwards, and then (laughs) cards were also damaged. So I had to go through, I'm like, okay, I'll pull out anything that I know is like a buck or two, everything else I'll leave, and I have to take out all the basics, because I'm not going to let you try and sneak in basics for bulk pricing. No kidding. And of course, while I was doing that, like 45 people were going, hey, Schnell, hey, Schnell, mm-hmm. how's it going? Yeah,
0: it was, it was, you busy. Act up front, it was How's nuts. it going? <laughs>
1: can I show you something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just trying to work it. <laughs> just like, can you, can you not? Can you just, can you just wait? So yeah, I got a, I got a late start up there, so I only got the one like, initial very early few rounds of an EDH game in. Uh, other than that, a pre-release, uh, I've been playing some Arena since it finally stabilized after that giga- gigantic snafu uh, with the latest update last week. Uh, so I want to talk, we're not going to do it tonight, but one of the things I want to talk about next week, uh, especially since it'll have been about two weeks or so since people have gotten to settle in with it, is uh, thoughts on XP and the mastery track. And just what you know, the three of us do play arena, you know, and just kind of get your guys' opinions on it because I've got some some opinions and thoughts that I'd like to share. So we'll get into that uh, probably next week. And then other than that, like we said, um, pre-release. So I guess we can go in chronological order here, talking about it. Uh, Friday night obviously was was first. That was the big official pre-release event. Schnell, uh, you actually you moved it up a little bit. When did we start? Ten. Uh, we yeah right. the here the normal see. midnight event. I started at 10 p.m.
1: Because usually, well, we always, uh, my shop does Friday Night Magic is standard at 5, then modern at 8. And then we usually wrap up modern around 11. So I bumped up modern one hour and then scheduled pre-release at 10 p.m. So that instead of getting done at like 5, I got done at like 2.30 or 3. And it was, it was a good overnight-ish experience without being dead tired
0: and completely useless the next day. Yeah, it's okay. nice that Wizards gives the opportunity now to kind of yeah, of all that stuff up and kinda of allow product to be sold a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah.
2: That was a good call on their part. hmm
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, and then there's the,
1: well, it's it's good, but at the same time, I don't want to devalue FM, and it feels like they're doing that more and more lately with like this decision and the new pre, the new promo packs instead of just straight promo or FM promos for stuff now. The new packs seem good but less focused and with the new ticket and metric system, I don't know. It just feels like the set schedule of events is now less important and it's just run as much crap as you can to get as much crap as you can. Sure. So... It's up to
2: you, though, as the store owner to decide what you want to do for Friday Night Magic, though, right?
1: Yeah, but they're not doing FNM promos anymore. They're giving out these new packs that we have to decide what we do with them. No, right. I was going to
2: speak more along the lines of devaluing FNM. Part of that I took as you don't want to do a disservice to the people who come regularly for Standard or Modern because there's a pre-release. And I was going to say, I don't think that... It, that side of it is necessarily them devaluing FNM if it's up to the store. Um, I remember when I was living in Madison, uh, the two game shops that I went to, their FNM was always draft all the time. Yeah. Unless there was pre-release. There must have been some point in time where pre-release was... Just a regular old Friday event. You didn't have to wait till midnight to do it, because every pre-release we did on Friday nights instead of draft, and no one was upset by that because it was just understood that that's yeah. what's going to happen. Um. So I don't think I don't think you moving. F and or yeah, F and M down a little bit is doing a disservice to no,
1: re release every three I months. didn't I didn't want to replace it Right. because no, I get that. you could have started it we could have started at three o'clock in the afternoon. No, I get that. No, the biggest thing is being able to sell booster boxes as of three o'clock in the afternoon and not have people have to wait until midnight if yeah. they're not gonna play in the event. Well, can I come back at like eleven thirty? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, and then you'll have to only have to wait a half hour. You're right, then you just sit here
0: for thirty, <laughs> 30 minutes before yeah. you grab your box and go. But
1: <laughs> No, I, I like the i like the new move, and I'm curious to see what other, like, liberties and freedoms they will give us as far as scheduling. But they definitely seem to be pitting more game stores against each other as far as we're no longer going to standardize everything. It's more, yeah. well, it's more open for you guys, so you have to fight amongst yourselves to figure out what you're going to do with everything.
2: Would you ever consider um, maybe doing, like, a, a sign-up? Like for people, like the first eight people who want to do, uh, like a pre-release at four and they could sign up to do pre-release at four while people still show up to do standard or modern.
1: Um, I could, it's a lot more work and then more marketing required on that and mm, less, fair. less definitive because I do have to schedule, like they want us to put as much detail into po- in as possible when we schedule things and events okay. are scheduled. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll have to schedule the next pre release in like two weeks. I'm pretty sure it comes
2: out in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, exactly. Actually,
1: the this next pre release is in 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we better wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, God. Welcome to our set review. (laughs) That's it.
1: Core Core 20.
0: Have fun. God, the new Garuk card
1: in Kaldheim is so
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe he's blue-white. That was such
1: a twist. (laughs) Snow planeswalkers? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Snow friggin' way.
0: Nice. Yeah, I I can't. That was a good good joke. (laughs) Okay, so Friday night. Chanel, what uh, what did you play Friday night?
1: I ran... Is it Chandra... It was Chandra. <laughs> uh, I ended up running blue, blue, red, mostly just a little bit of counter, a little bit of control, and then Chandra awakened Inferno, and she won me all but one of the games that I did win. And other than one bad, like one misplay on my part, she won every single time that she hit the field. Yeah, she uh, got what six emblems on me <laughs> in the
0: first game. <laughs> We played I each may, other may or may not have kicked the crap
1: out of Nelson. Oh my god, uh, 2-0, think... and then we played a third game for fun, and then his deck finally
0: and it finally it finally clicked and hit, and and it won. <laughs> well, yeah. and this
1: was one like I said, uh, changing my opinion on it or changing my opinion on the set after playing it because I looked at Chandra and I'm like, ah, six drop. That's so late in the game and blah blah blah. But it's. Yeah, she's, she's like a 30 or $35 card right now, okay. and every single game that she hit, it's like, okay, well, I can either immediately start putting you on a clock, or I can do a decent board wipe at three damage to every non-elemental, and it's really easy to get elementals in red and blue with this sealed, so it was effectively a one-sided board wipe, and then I start just clicking her up, putting you on the clock, and then spot
0: removal as needed until you're dead. She she's a huge bomb in limited. I mean, yeah. it's it's insane. She can't oh, be countered yeah. either, so you know what mm-hmm. I mean. You're, you're you're protected there too. She's gonna hit the field. Yeah, she's uh, definitely a game changer. Yeah.
1: Well, and her minus X to get like the magma jet ability of exiling something that it damages. That I I see that just being awesome because yeah. with how much graveyard recursion is in standard right now, I feel like most of the most of these set answers. Um, to fairies, but I feel like Chandra is a good mirror match if you can get her out against uh like Phoenix and other graveyard recursion stuff going yep. on right now. So she'll help. She'll get there. Sh- Chandra tribe is gonna be a thing. <laughs> yeah, Chandra elemental tribe. Oops! Oops! All Chandras. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, ended up going two and two. Like I said, had a pretty bad misplay one round, and then just got really tired in the end of the end of the game and just nah <laughs> it is what it is i just want to take my prize pack and then clean up after everybody what <laughs> <Not> a <laughs> All want you to, but I have to <laughs> yeah uh, magic players are monsters i'm just going to say that they are yeah they are we the are the worst the worst was there's two two toilet paper rolls in the bathroom and they were both empty and somebody had gotten a new one out of the the bag of fresh toilet paper and just set it on top of the two empty spools <laughs> <laughs> what Seriously, a classy guys, move yeah 12 seconds of work I'm not getting paid for it <laughs> right <laughs> screw this not my bathroom yeah
2: or that one butthole who uh uh won't stop putting soda cans in that garbage can over by the register yeah well, there, there's, of-
1: there's a very specific spot for cans underneath the crusher and yet Teej will not use it <laughs> wait what <laughs> It him. was me? Yes. <laughs> oh, And then he does the power move of locking eyes with me and then throwing the can <laughs> into the garbage. He's trying to assert his dominance and refusing mail. to reset. Yeah. <laughs> so here, I will do a, a quick 30-second review of my Midnight deck that did okay. Uh, Chandra, Awaken Inferno, and then some red and some blue. And I always build a 42-card deck in Sealed. Because I've been milled once and never again having an extra card, <laughs> but I've been doing much much better in sealed since I just started blindly following the little rules insert that says, "Hey, you should be running at least this many creatures and this many non-creature spells."
2: Those things are cool. I like yeah, those. it's yeah. yeah they I are just
1: nice. so I always just go okay, like fourteen to sixteen creatures, and then uh about 15 land usually that's why i go over because i i sometimes have too many non-creatures according to that but yeah just have a decent or like follow the curve decently and then i you know play it and make big brain decisions and it works out i like it teach how did your not midnight go <laughs> how was uh, your how was your saturday
2: do we talk about since midnight oh are we or going back we, no i don't know uh, yeah, yeah sure I'll talk, I'll talk okay, my, i'll talk about my i'll talk about my friday saturday.
0: Yeah, so, uh, Chanel, you made a comment about Graveyard Recursion, and there is some Graveyard Recursion um, in this set, and I managed to pull two Groff Diggers cages out of my pre-release pack, so I was like, well, guess I'm going to stop Graveyard Recursion, Uh, so I ran one of those, and then... I pulled a Yarik in my first pack and I thought, ooh, okay, if I can, if I can try to get three colors in, but the elementals just weren't really working. Neither were the triggers that would, that would trigger twice from his ability. Oh, so yeah. I decided, okay, I'm not going to force him in. So I removed blue. I ended up running green and black. And I noticed that one of the things I really liked was the availability of Death Touch in this set. And I also noticed, wow, I got a shitload of Rabid Bites, uh, for, <laughs> for this, uh, packs or, for this pre-release pack so i thought okay well i could use in addition to the creatures having death touch you know i can use rabid bite and force them to do damage without actually fighting they just do the damage and receive none back and that will knock out people's creatures so i thought okay that's my strategy i'm going black green i'm going death touch and i'm going anything that can kind of help me uh deal damage so one of the cards i was really excited about uh, as far as evasion goes, as bloodthirsty aerialist, I only cracked one, but I used it. And I love the fact that in addition to flying, she's a two, three that whenever you gain life, she gets a, a plus one, plus one counter. And with vampires, there are a lot of, uh, opportunities for lifelink too. So I ran two vampire, of the dire moons, the one, one death touch lifelink for one black mana. Um, I also ran some forced or some. Some uh, creature destruction like bone splinters, uh, sack a creature to destroy a creature. I had two Epicura Bloods in there just for kind of fatties. Some murder, some mind rot, just to kind of mess with uh, board and hand states. As far as uh, black is concerned, one card that really helped me a lot as far as green goes is uh, shared summons. So this is an instant for five colorless or Jesus Christ, three colorless and two green. <laughs> let me let me uh, let me rephrase that: three colorless or three generic and two green. Uh, Drawsy spell, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's devoid. It's really weird. You can search your library for up to two creature cards with different names. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. So that really helped me get uh, my Death Touch creatures and also my, um, I ran, what the hell is this thing called? Where is it? Here, Healer of the Glade. It's a one, two for one green. Whenever it enters the battlefield, or when it enters the battlefield, you gain three life. So that was helpful. I also, let's see, Overcome. That, you know, that's a nice... uh, uh, Uncommon here, three generic and two green creatures you control get plus two, plus two and gain trample. So in my first round, I played um, Jesse Budnik's wife, and it was probably one of the most epic three matches of magic that I've ever played it was a complete blast. Uh, she, I, I beat her pretty good game one. She beat me pretty good game two. And game three just went down to the wire. And I ended up getting my board wide enough and drawing into overrun that I swung at her and trampled her out and knocked her out with about 20 seconds left in the round. Uh, so I went, I went two and one uh, that first match. Then I played Schnell, who very, very quickly beat me. <laughs> and I went 0 and 2 against him, winning the Doesn't even matter third match We just played because there was literally (laughs) There was literally like 45 minutes Left in the round (laughs) I I had
1: dunked on him so hard It was insane
0: That we played horse for a while (laughs) And I let him win that one Uh, And then (laughs) I played I don't remember who I played in the third round I was supposed to play Oh man he's like one of the nicest guys Uh, I was supposed to play Cody And then all of a sudden somebody dropped Like right after you announced pairings Yeah we had to do a last second repair so then I played... Uh, God, I can never remember this guy's name, but he's the guy who makes tacos for the potluck for every pre-release. Oh, Austin. Austin, thank you. So I played Austin, uh, and I beat him uh, really quickly, too. And then I was like, I'm super tired right now. I dropped at 2 and one I don't know if I could have placed at 2-2, two and two, you know, had I stayed, but... We'll- yeah, 2 Two and X's, one prize pack if you. Oh, nice. I should have stuck around. Yeah, you should have. But, well, I couldn't sleep anyway. (laughs) I ended up just driving back to uh, Mech 1. But, yeah, so that was my night. I had a blast with it. It's a lot more fun and limited than I thought it would be as far as a core set goes because there were a lot of cool ways to kind of build around. I I opened all my my packs and no real bombs. I I had some blue flying for evasion, but nothing just – it didn't really feel right. And then I kind of saw, like, oh, okay, I got this – death touch lifelink thing here. And um, now I can kind of just roll with the rabid bites and, and and see what happens. And it ended up being a great strategy that nobody really knew what to do, um, especially for the few people who had recursion. Once I had that groff digger's cage on, on the battlefield, uh, they couldn't cast anything, you know, couldn't get anything back. So I kind of took them offline while really people just didn't expect damage. Being dealt via rabid bite with death touch, so that's really what what helped me out. It was pretty awesome. So if you're wondering what to do, and you notice you've got some decent black and green stuff, uh, that was a very viable limited strategy for me. So Friday night was a blast. I loved the pre-release. I had a ton of fun. I'm really excited to uh, continue to play this set, and uh, you know just keep building and, and and get more cards from it. So. That was Friday. You guys played on Saturday. How did uh, how'd that go for you guys? Was it what was the event? Did you guys? <laughs> we it was we did a four man round robin because <laughs> like we well we had about
1: 30, 30 players in the uh, midnight event and then no everyone's like yeah I'll be I'll see you later today yeah. and, like as I'm messaging people they're just like dude Ugh. I just woke up I'm not gonna <laughs> so we just we just played a little four man round robin and. I went undefeated and just kicked the crap out of everybody. Because again, if you can if you can play Chandra, Awakened Inferno in sealed, I highly recommend it. Uh, don't play against Tiege, though because he cheats.
2: <sighs> <laughs> I just
1: I just can't believe you got Chandra on Friday and Saturday. I also opened a Chandra Planeswalker deck and in the booster pack was another Awakened Inferno. Oh my god! We get it. (laughs) Jesus. One one more and I've got the playset. But yeah, it was was fun and I felt a little bit bad going undefeated and everyone else was like one and two. So it was a weird three-way tie and then yep. me just being triumphant over everybody. <laughs>
0: Standing above the corpses of your enemies.
1: Yeah, but the uh, the Sunday event we had at the store was pretty good. We had a uh, decent turnout for Two-Headed Giant, so that made nice. up for Saturday, everyone being hungover. But, yeah. Uh, I went Boros Chandra this time. And again, I followed the math. Um, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, my my Timestamp promos were garbage in in both pre-release uh, pre-releases I played in. For the midnight one, I got the green lifeline or uh, line. Le- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And not a single creature that tapped for mana, so there was no mm. way in hell I was running that. And then my Saturday, I got a timestamped Luxodon Life Chanter. Mm. Yes, if you don't know what that does, don't feel bad because it's. Because you no know what it does. I-, I, got a, I got a timestamp stamped a- Dracula Seth, so I didn't do much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a timestamped Luxodon Life Chanter, and then the first pack I opened was a Luxodon Life Chanter, and then the last pack I opened was a Luxadon Life Chanter. So I had three of those in my sealed pool on Saturday. I ended up running one of them, never saw a play, didn't matter. Chandra. Chandra, Chandra, I Chandra went from, Boros Elementals.
0: I went from pulling a uh, uh, foil Teferi in my War of the Spark box to my foil rare in my Core 19 set was the Loxodon Lifebreaker. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I went from pulling money Teferi in War of the Spark to absolute elephant crap in <laughs> my Core set box. So. Dumb. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, Teach, what did you play anyway. on Saturday?
2: Uh, so, this will just be quick because. I think this is the worst pool of cards I've opened in a very long time. There was no synergy in anything that I opened. There really wasn't. I ended up going red, green, hodgepodge. <laughs> is what I call. It. Uh, I just tried to play efficient creatures, a lot of removal. Two auras, the maniacal, maniacal Rage and Feral Invocation. And Schnell's right. I'm a dirty cheater. <laughs> uh, I was running Goblin Smuggler. 2-2 uh, Haste Goblin. I can tap it. And the ability says... <laughs> Another target creature with power 2 or less can't be blocked this turn. I played it as... Another target creature with power 2 or less can't block this turn. (laughs) (laughs) So game 1, I was playing against a guy who was doing white-blue flyers. And I was making his uh, 0-4 ox not able to block. And I'm just swinging in, and that's how I won that game. But we did play 3 games. Later, I found out that he didn't think if I hadn't cheated, it would have made a difference anyway. But then I go and I play Schnell, and I still try to play that dirty trick on him, and he called me out on it. So that's when I looked at the card, and I was like, oh, I feel bad. (laughs) To be fair, if you're
1: going to cheat with a card in M20, Goblin Smuggler is the one to cheat. I mean, it's very flavorful. (laughs) It is exactly flavorful to try and cheat with a Goblin Smuggler. So I wasn't cheating
2: on purpose. Obviously. Uh, But I felt really bad when that was pointed out to me. So I played the rest of my games honestly. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you make up for it. Fine, I'll follow the rules. I guess I'll do what I'm supposed to. Like Chanel said, he went undefeated. The other three of us each went (laughs) (laughs) 1-2. So I lost the other two of my games. And the one that I won was the only one where I cheated. Uh, But funny story... (laughs) The third guy sat down, I think Jesse, he's... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I sat down across from Jesse, and as a joke, I was like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm a notorious cheater, so if you see me doing something fishy, call me out on it. <laughs> and he looked at me like I imagine people look at the other people who have to come to their house and be like, I'm required by law to tell you I'm a sex offender.
1: <laughs> I'm required by the DCI to tell you I'm a dirty cheater. <laughs>
2: he didn't he didn't know I was being silly. He looked at me like, he kind of he kind of pulled his cards back a little bit like involuntarily like I was going to try to swipe them. And he's like, "What?" I was like, "No, it was just a joke. I was misplaying a card. You had to be there, dude." So, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> but I thought that was really funny. Oh, that is funny.
2: So yeah, I didn't open anything great. The only card that I opened that I was happy about was uh, Agent of Treachery. Ooh, I like that. I got one of those too. And I wanted that for my Sulumgar deck, so I was happy about that. But cool. everything I else I opened, I did not care about, except for beautiful tokens. Oh God, yes, yes. the art is those gorgeous. On those tokens are great. but I don't know what word you just. <laughs> oh, I said those tokens. Were okay. Great. I, thought it came I think out I'm a Torkins. little slurry too, because of the delay. <laughs> oh, um, fair enough. And also, one one note here before I wrap up. I don't think I actually looked at the spoiler for this set. Because there were a lot of cards in here that I'd never seen before. Um, <laughs> well, I knew To be I, fair,
1: <laughs> Modern Horizons is
2: still... That's true. Yeah, I'm new. still trying to that's figure true. out what
0: the hell I got in that box. <laughs> so
2: sitting here tonight uh, is the first time I'm actually looking at Rabbit Bite, and I'm just noticing the art and the flavor text. Oh and god, I really that's like, like
1: it. What a uh, Innistrad reprint. That is, yeah, yeah. But I think
2: Innistrad it's new idea. artwork. No, it's not. It's a dude biting a werewolf, artwork, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's yeah, original. That's original. is it original? It is that's artwork. original yeah.
2: artwork. <laughs> I'm one of those players that don't pay attention to the art, honestly. Or the words
1: of the the cards. (laughs) Or the
2: rules of the game. Most of the time, I pay attention to the words. No, I'm one of those players that's like, I look at numbers and and what the card does, and I need to pay more attention to art. So I won't uh, tell you guys about Rabbit Bite, because everyone out there probably already knows. (laughs) And I'm the idiot. (laughs) Everyone you should, should see the least... look on his face. <laughs> yes. there, it is. there it is. That's the flavor text. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. Alright. Yeah, yeah, that was my pre-release. Uh, I cheated,
1: and how sad I is have that, no friends just anymore. How m- like, I I memorize, like, I can, I don't know everything word for word, but it's just like, oh yeah, that's the card with, like, a werewolf getting bitten by yeah. a dude, and the flavor text is, oh, you should have seen the look on his face, but it's something like that, and everyone's like, how have you memorized all the flavor text in art in this game? Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't know what the cards do, but I
0: know what they say: above and below. <laughs> 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 Class. Uh, yeah, that was it for me. Yeah, so it was a fun. It was a fun pre-release weekend. I know we've got to get Schnell. You got to get out of here. So we were uh, planning to keep this one short and sweet. Uh, well, is there anything you guys want to say? Convince you at the last minute to play D and D with us yet tonight? I I can't. I'm going to bed. I'm okay. uh-huh. so tired. Otherwise, I would. It has been literally the week from hell at work. Kids, if you have the opportunity to go into the IT field, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Because if a network switch goes down in the warehouse that you support, it could be hell. Uh, anyway, anything you guys want to say in closing about uh, Core Set? I mean, or even just early thoughts? Like, I, It sounds like we're all excited to continue to play cards from it, right? I'm excited to draft it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want yeah, to draft a lot the hell of, out of this one. Uh, I... I I'm looking at it more than
1: just a sideboard reprint opportunity now that I've actually started playing with it. Yeah, me too. Lay lines and graph diggers cage and all the other like good sideboard stuff that they're making even dirt cheaper is great, but there's so many like scheming symmetry in my modern oh, life is going to be just, yeah. just so much fun.
0: Well, I'm really excited, too. Uh, I just, I know we touched on this uh, last week when we were kind of previewing the set a little bit, but I, I, honestly, I think the Cavaliers are the best cycle since the Titans, and I'm really excited to see what kind of stuff people do with them, you know, but I'm also just excited in general to see, I, I really want to see what people do with the Elementals and all the synergy of Elementals, whether it's Omnath and Risen Reef, or even incorporating uh, new scary six drop Chandra or whatever. I, I think there's going to be some really cool changes, even before. Before rotation in the fall to standard and 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 what that's going to look like you know for players going forward so i think it's going to be a ton of fun i'm really excited good me too (laughs) (laughs) awesome all right well if you guys have nothing else we can wrap it up right here so uh we will adjourn to play some m20 and we'll get more feedback on it and share our thoughts yeah yeah Yeah. I like it. That's a good plan. So yeah, that's our show for this week. Thank you guys again for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, You guys can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, anywhere you guys consume podcasts. Don't forget to check out our social channels at Homebrew Magic on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, as always, don't drink and scry.